This is a Suno India production and you're listening to Beyond Chandra. This week we will also be continuing where we left off last month. This episode is also going to be about Operation Polo and the Telangana arms struggle. both of which were parallel in the year 1948 for those of you who have not listened to the previous episode or just to recap anyway operation polo is the military action that was initiated by the indian government in on september 13th 1948 after usman ali khan the last nizam of hyderabad refused to join india or pakistan and wanted to stay independent hyderabad at that point of time was a princely state it was the largest in indi- in india and also in independent india because uh, hyderabad remained independent from august 15 1947 to september 17 1948 until the day or on that day when uh, it was annexed to india i'm using the word annexed If somebody says merger it's really up to you uh, no hard and fast rules so generally there are a lot of dimensions to operation polo itself first we have the Razakar Razakar was basically a private militia run by one man named Qasim Rizvi who essentially went around uh, after anybody who opposed the idea of keeping Hyderabad independent he was basically a megalomaniac in my opinion and he was also the cause for a lot of trouble in the state so for most parts people are not aware of all these things in general Uh, especially the other part of history that is the hyderabad state at that point of time comprised of telangana maharashtra that is the marathwada areas up to aurangabad and northern karnataka which includes raichur gulbarga bidar or those areas and the areas nearby what happened in telangana especially from 1946 onwards was that the peasants who were supported by the communists basically decided to revolt against feudal landlords the system of feudalism was endemic that was the existing system the nizam himself was the biggest landlord the communists and peasants basically took over the entire rural telangana until operation polo and here the interesting part lot of people don't understand which which lot of people don't get is that the indian army which took over the state of hyderabad remained in in the hyderabad state for up to 1951 to essentially tackle or crush the communists who refused to call off their arms struggle so that is the gist of it not as part of history is not there in our textbooks and today with us we have mr ragupal who is 80 years of age he is a native of jangam today jangam is a district at that point of time in 1948 it was a taluka mr ragupal's father gopal reddy was a communist leader cadre his brother also was a cpi or communist uh, leader yeah. unfortunately his brother was also shot dead by the indian army after 1948 he is 80 today and even though he was a child he actually remembers a lot more than what any other 10 year old child would remember today given that he lived through a very important period of history in india mr ragupal can you tell us a little little bit more first about the communist struggle in telangana and why it happened the communist struggle it is not actually not a communist struggle it is in a armed peasant struggle against the feudal landlordism communist struggle means it is emancipation from the exploitation of the capitalists it is not for socialist 
it is in an armored piece of stuff led by the communist party of india at that time i am the one person who belongs to the communist party family and i led that struggle actually that struggle has been taken place anti landlord struggle the same place in jangam taluk it is against the feudal landlord named as visnur ramchandrarity it started with him uh, visnur ramchandrarity he was the president of the jamindars of telangana area so you are you are saying that at that point of time jamindars had a had a because they have a clash with jagirdars so what is the difference sir jamindars and jagirdars jamindars actually who manage the agriculture okay jagirdars is the officials of the nizam who who uh-huh. collect the revenues okay Okay. So zamindars are basically landowners. Landowners. Jagirdars are revenue collectors. Revenue collectors, and even in a jagir might be three or four uh, zamindars also. Okay. 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 So it, okay. So it is not one separate. It can be mixed also. It can be separate also. Generally, we will call this zamindars and jagirdars. Okay. And the, what is the basic clash between the zamindars and jagirdars? What they are? There is a darbar one there in the council. the first benches on the officials it is ministry and government officials and the, the mainly defense minister uh, defense rulers and the second benches are jagirdars and third benches are jagirdars zamindars oh, okay these third benches want to do because we are the producers we must take the land we must give the chance to sit in the second row so they want a higher position higher position that is the basic cause between the zamindars and jagirdars etc so the entire land belongs to the nizam itself even zamindars not the rulers actual owners of it they cannot sell out they cannot purchase the land at that time the entire land belongs to the nizams nizams and they jagirdars and zamindars allot the land to the zamindars the zamindars say i have to pay the tax for the allotted land landlords collect the taxes from the actual peasants so landlords collect the actual tax on the ground from peasants, peasants. and these people who are uh, who till the land who till the land who till the land actually they are tenants one thing is that entire land belongs to the nizam and jagirdars were the revenue collectors the zamindars were the agriculturists actually tillers of the land is the tenants for example that piece of land i have to give the uh, 1000 of rupees he will collect the 10000 of rupees from oh. the peasants and keep the 9000 from the farmer 1000 to nizam 1000 to nizam among the 9000 he will distribute the, the so called officials village officials that is the police patel mali patel patwari who look after the entire agriculture he will give the sum of the amount the sum of the amount means meager salaries 100 rupees not the 100 rupees baba <laughs> 5 rupees per month for patwari sir can you also have to explain what is the difference between police patel mali patel yes, and patwari police patel is the land order mali patel who collects the revenue 
and patwari who maintain the land records and accounts. These are the officials. And these fellows, the landlords here says that you have to give the tax you know, and you have to give from this land which you have looked after this village where you know 2000 or something you have to collect. That fellow collected 3000. Sir, basically whatever amount they have to give to the Nizam, they are collecting unofficially more, 10 times more. That is the exploitation basically. The Nizam is one of the richest person in the world itself at that time. Yes, the Nizam, for those of you who don't know, Usman Ali Khan in 1937 appeared on the cover of Time magazine for being the richest man in the world. It means that even though he exploits the 10% of the tax, that much of amount accumulated with that film. These are the structure. It means someone in a landlord, wife or you know, daughter, give the birth child. Again, they have to give the, some of the tax. So if somebody has given birth, then they have to give tax. Why, sir? That is a bar sala. Some function so, is going on in the, in the landlord's house. Though they have to pay. So if there is a function in the landlord's house, the people have to pay for it. So, sir, it means that in a such a way, there is a 17 categories of taxes for the 17 unofficial taxes. Unofficial, including all the type 17 taxes. Okay. Can, you, can you tell some of them, sir? Water tax will be there. Means for whom, sir? It means that you have to irrigation. So to put water on the crops, for that they have to take pay money for that also. Yes, yes. Okay. Water tax will be there. Land tax will be there. Road transport tax will be there. To go on the to walk on the road also. The market tax will be there. And even to bear the this is oh yes, that tax will be also is there. So we mean for that pant for the uh, for the Brahmins. Brahmins for, for that ponytail, for uh, that thin ponytail. That tax will be there. So basically uh, manka marzi. Mm. It means that some new taxes will be available from the client also. Such some seventeen categories, recognized seventeen categories of taxes. That will suppress the entire peace and process. If they wanted to live, they have to rebel. That is the position at that time. Without rebel, without revolt, they cannot exist. So they have raised their voice and <laughs> one thing uh, I also would like to mention and which I forgot initially is that uh, though Mr. Raghupal's father, uh, who's actually also a Redian, gave up all of his lands to peasants around Operation Polo. So, like him, there were others also who actually gave up a lot of their ancestral lands when they supported the peasants. So, uh, more interestingly, though Mr. Raghupal's father was in the CPI, between 63-64 is when the CPI had a split. Sundaraya, who was one of the leaders of the Telangana armed struggle, split the party into two and he formed CPI Marxists. Raghubalzar has been with CPM, now what CPM Marxist is called, for all of his life. He has been with the party since his student days. He is also a student of, Osma, of Osmania University, which used to be and perhaps even today is the uh, hub for all student activism, at least in Telangana. That is one of still one of the oldest places where political activism is still alive. So, please continue, sir. You were telling us about the exploitation. I have asked my father a question, why you have become a communist? He is the 20,000 acres of land older in 11 villages. But at the same time, what he says that he has gone to the Banaras University for studies. There he has become the communist. At that time, 
the Kanpur was the political center, and Benny had become a communist. He says that the biggest contradiction is that between the biggest landlord and small landlord. The biggest landlord is Snow Thompson and the whole day, 60,000 employees. Uh, Samson the Reddy, another fine landlord is that one lakh, more than one lakh. When I have gone there and when I have appointed with a, a communist philosophy and uh, due to the uh, October revolution. October revolution in the USSR? USSR. My father had gone to the 1930 at the time. He has gone to USSR? No, not USSR, but University. He went to Banaras. So, that is the contradiction. He has mentioned landlord, that is the basic cause for it. These peasants have compelled for revolt. Before the armored struggle, I have to mention some of the circumstances which, com which compelled it for this uh, armored struggle. The, the education at that time, only 0.06% in Telangana area. Whoever studied something study, they were the only Urdu not the Telugu medium and other things. The elated people, they think that some we have to Telugu medium schools and libraries. That is the library movement has been started in 1930. 1930 by whom, sir? By and the first rural library started at Golden Bank. First rural, it is the first library started in there itself. And first library in city, that is Krishna Devanaya. Actually, that had been started Madhapat Hanumantara and Sonavanapata. And taking that inspiration from it, the rural library had been started there itself. And uh, at the same time, one function has been taken place in Vivekha Bhattani School. But he has started in Telugu. Even the Marathi people, not only Muslims, others are laughing. That's why we started in Telugu. So they did not encourage Telugu. They That's basically made fun of people speaking in Telugu. Uh, they think that that is the language of proletarians, the coolest language. That Andhra Mahasabha has started and yearly that uh, function of Mahasabha is taking place in every district. That is actually it has become an ordination of the intellectuals, that is Telugu people's intellectuals. In the 8th Mahasabha, communists are entered. It should not be an intellectual forum, it should be a mass forum they have started. Later on, in the 8th and 9th conference and the 10th conference also, the struggle between moderates and leftists has been taken place. In 11th conference, in one year, the entire mass has been split. The Andhra mass was split. And mass ordination has been taken place. And Andhra mass taken the shape of Sangam. It means that in every village there will be unit and every illiterate and literate people become the Member of it. And one ana is the membership. One ana. One ana is the membership at that time. And every person, the peacings and the thing, the elected people, has become the members. They think they are, that our nation will protect them. Village elected, the Sangam. That Sangam is led by the communists. Sangam is the nothing but a rice Sangam, peasants, and that led the armed struggle.
and this, even irrespective of the heavy caste and creed and everything, the people have participated against the feudal landlords. Poor peasants were there. Only 10% of the people, either Jagirdar something or something like that, are the officials. Entire Muslim population, 90% of the Muslim population is the poor peasants at that time also. And some of the poor people, before the Radhakar movement, the anti-feudal struggle, they have participated in that movement in a mass scale. Muslims also participated in a mass scale. Everywhere you will find out the Muslims. Afterwards, the 19, 1947, the independence has come, and uh, this uh, Islam has taken the stand of to be independent of the Indian state. And one thing is there, that is the Kashmir issue, the present issue also. 88% of the Hindus were there here, and only 11% of the Muslims. But Muslim ruler is there. In Kashmir, more than 88% is the Muslims, and poor peasants, and poor masses, and Hindu laws were there. And Jamindar's entire Jamindar, something. Hindu permits. But in Kashmir, when this had been started, Islam also supported the Bahadur Yarjans. Bahadur Yarjan was the leader of the Majlis Etehadul Muslimin until 1944 when he died. He died very suddenly, apparently due to a heart attack, but his body was never sent for post mortem, so nobody knows how he died. It was just buried. Qasim Rizvi then assumed the leadership two years later. And that Kashmir says that Anal Malik is, please explain. Anal Malik is basically the concept which I believe roughly translates to we are sovereign in the sense it's not just the Nizam but people are the rulers. That is the whole idea of that Muslims. Every Muslim is a ruler. Is a ruler. That is his idea. Every Muslim of the Telangana is the ruler and Hindus are the subjects. That is the uh, philosophy of the MIM at that time. Then only some of the people who have participated in an anti-feudal struggle, not in a mass scale, but some of the leading scale people have shifted their priorities towards the MIM and the masses of the Muslim masses remained silent and silent at that time. In 1948, after the two years of the struggle, even though some people were there, who led the armed struggle. And the call given by the armed struggle for three people, Ravinar Reddy, Bhattamela Reddy, and Magdum Mahinadim Sahib. One person is there, Muslim also is there, he is a noted poet. Magdum Sahib was also a poet, very well-known poet. One of the most well-known poets in Urdu, in fact. And that is, that is the person who has given the call, and who has the signatory also, after the Closing the tape, Arthur struggle and These are the things. And the people emancipated 3,000 villages and started the Panch villages there. Basically, Gram Rajan. Gram Rajas. And everything, revenue collection, everything, not giving the levy to the Nizams. So, this is basically the. Basically, entire emancipated 3,000 villages that is led by the communists. Afterwards, three years has been taken place. It has been up to 1951 November. It is started, ended the armor struggle. 
one thing is there. If you entire masses, this demonstration in the temple, this year have taken place. You have to look after the world picture at that time. Second World War has finished. Fascism has been closed and defeated. Soviet black admins become bigger. 16 billion countries as well. Become socialist countries. And most populous country, China, and revolution succeeded in 1948. Vietnam struggle is going up and Korea struggle also in the preparation. That is the situation worldwide. The ruling classes, the future ruling classes, who is leading the national movement, think that after the independence, they have become the ruling class itself. That is the Indian capitalist, Indian bourgeoisie, Indian feudal landlords and other things. They think there is a danger of communism in India or so. That is the seed which is in Telangana. Even they have mentioned a note to the government. Birla has given the fact-finding note. G.D. Birla has given the, he has sent some of the people to this area. And they have found out. They have given the three items to, to the government. One is, there is a hunger for land. Second thing is that the people's consciousness is at such a level they are rebellious. And third, that rebellious character, consciousness of the people may turn to the revolutionary. There is every possibility of expanding this consciousness throughout it. Take the steps to commit. Is that the reason why the Indian government kept the Indian army here, sir? Um, yes, they have said Indian army at the time here. Within seven days, what he says it was Operation Polo. Operation Polo started on September 13th, 1948, and by September 17th, so less than five days basically, the entire state with 1.8 crore people was annexed to India. So it was not a war, it was more of a takeover because the Indian army had more or less very less casualties. Uh, earlier we had something called uh, Vekti Chakri in Telugu. It means bonded labor. Sir, can you just tell us a little about Vekti Chakri, sir? It means that a piece of land is there. A family attached to that land. They have to work. His wife is to work. His children to work. If he dies, his children has to work. If that land has been transferred to another person, this also has to do the same thing. Same thing. But, but sir, uh, did the people working, the basically the slaves, were they peasants or were they the Dalits, sir? Not only Dalits. Only labors means most of the people, 80 to 90 percent, are the Dalits. They does not have any implements. The carpenters were there, goldsmiths were there, ironsmiths were there. Without them, the architecture cannot take a place. This economy, in economic language, genre, subsistence economy, not the commercial economy. For the survival only, so, not for the sold. The agriculturist who plows the land, tenants who plows the land, for survival of their life, not for the sold the production. At present, peasant, whatever he produces, he sold out it. Food has become a commodity now.
At that time, food grains is a consumer, consuming thing only. Even in my childhood, if a simple constable comes to the village, biggest peasant also gave the shelter for him, as a Nawab has come. If he, the fellow is a Muslim, more respect will be for And that uh, the shepherd must give the goat. And washerman comes. And the same things they will do for the lighthouse also, without any remuneration. That is called petty. Most of the landlords are ready, sir. Ah, most of the landlords in Telangana area, it is, yes, except in Karimnagar, Vailamais. Karimnagar, Vailamais, okay. And what about Muslim landlords, sir? Muslims are the either poor peasants or middle peasants. So, but they are Jagirdars. How, sir? One day, Nawab and all, they, did not, they were not Jagirdars, sir. Jagirdars means, eh, a Jagirdar, eh, one Taluka is there. In, for example, I will take a, a concrete example. Zangam Taluka is there. In Zangam Taluka, not Zangam Taluka, Bonita, the 320 villages were there in Bonita. Out of 320 villages, 187 villages in the forest area for his hunting. For his arms. Oh, yeah. And the rest of the areas, Jagir. Three Jagirs were there. In three Jagirs, 17 Jamindars were there. Only seven villages in the Jamindar villages. In Jagir villages, the people enjoy the freedom. Why? The Jagirdar resides in Hyderabad itself. Agriculture production comes at December. When the production has been taken place in December, he will come and collect At that time, the peace is enjoyed the freedom. Jamindar's village. He is living there. Okay, sir, basically, so you are saying that the Muslim landlords. They are staying in the cities City. and they only come due to collect the money or the produce. Yes. That's it. But Some the, fellow cannot give tenants will be produce it and they will take they, it. Or they will take it to the city and they will give. But the other zamindars, the land, actual, or the, for example, Red Reddy is Another example I will give. Where the actual armor strike take, taken place. That is the Janagam Tharka. Where you are from? 257 villages. Actual armor strike started daily, sir. This was after no Jagir villages. No Jagir villages. Entirely Zamindar. Zamindar villages. Zamindar resides in village and he will hold it 22 or 30 villages. So, what is the name? His agents will be there. In each village. In each village. And village officials will be there. And agents have the biggest piece of land for him personally. But he cannot sold it, he cannot have it. That is So, in Zanaga, why the hardwood struggle taken place? That is the repression, Jamindarism. Not the Jagdar place, but Jamindarism place. The political leadership has come from the Bonis. Because Ravinan develops the Bonis. Art Ramzaradi, Art Lakshanaswari, the Bonis. Because they have studied near to the Hyderabad. And they have enjoyed some sort of Freedom for them. So, for those of you who don't understand, and in the Hyderabad state, education, the level 
was very low because except for the city of Hyderabad, there was basically nothing else in the districts. So if somebody from a village had to go to any district to study, he had to travel a very long time to go to a school and in districts, the schools were not there up to 10th class. To finish the 10th or go to college, somebody had to come to Hyderabad, otherwise they could not study. In a state of 1 crore people, the number of qualified people would not have been beyond maybe some thousands at best. Sir, anything else, any last words that you want to talk, say about Operation Polo or the armed struggle, sir? It is a decent struggle. The same thing is now happening. The capitalist society which has started after the independence, every society has got the stages, primary stage, adult stage, and old stages. From the very beginning, 50s and 60s, it is a development stage. Even 70s also. 70s and 80s is the flourishing stage. 90s and 20s are now downfall stage now. Now the situation is like that. Exploitation has reached so much level. Only 26% hold the 41% of the international health today. And the future generation does not know what is the very beginning to the future for them. The conscious may rise within a, within a decade for another world. But at the same time, the ruling classes say that dividing the, this masses in the name of religion, caste, nationalism and whatever it may be. They are dividing the entire masses for protecting their interests. The younger, younger generation have to overcome all these things and united the masses. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and let's look out in the next 10 years for that revolution. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond Chandra. You can listen to all the episodes of Beyond Chandra on our website sunoindia.in or any other podcasting platform of your choice. As independent producers, we rely on you, our listeners, to support us. So please contribute generously on our website sunoindia.in.